We're learning Masech the Shamas Tafim Zainam and Bez. The Sugi here really starts in Mzainam and Aleph, where Levi Bashmuel asked the Shail to Rabbi Abba Navhuna Barchia when they were Kaimi Apiska de Bayrafuna, and he asked him, Are you allowed to reassemble a portable bed? Amita Shal Tasim, are you allowed to reassemble it? I told him it's mutter. When he asked Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda told him that Rav and Shmuel said that Yechayev Echatos, and the Gemara had a kasha from a Brisa that says that Yechayev Echatos by the Kneim Menorah. So you see, like Rav and Shmuel, so Gemara says they said like this Tana because the Gemara brought the case of the Malavnes Hamita and Kares Hamita and Levachim Shel Sekivis, and these are cases where. You have in a kli, like the malavnis hamita, you want to put the legs of the mita in a case that it shouldn't rust, or the kairos hamita, you want to um, reassemble the feet of the bed with the bed. And the, the levachim shel skivas is a board that we use for an arrow. Anyway, the Tanakhama said that you're not allowed to reassemble it, and if you do, it's patur aval asr, and you're not allowed to be taka, b'chayzak aydeyaseides, Rashi says, with screws, with nails, and if you do, you chayev chatas. And Rav Shemuel says, "Him, how you roughly mutter?" So they're going like Rav Shemuel. Rav Shemuel says, "If it's done loosely, it's mutter." That's what they hold. Also, you're allowed to reassemble the bed, providing that it's loose. So Taiz has a kasha. If those tanon, Ami Amiram, and Rabbi Abin of Hunabarchia, they were discussing a bed that's loose, and they were saying it's mutter like Rav Shemuel. So come Taiz, Rav and Shmuel was saying even on a bed that's loose, you chayev chatas. So Taisus asks three kashas. One is, how could it be that he holds its mutter and they hold its chayav chatas? That's unlikely. Second kasha is, how could Rav and Shmuel hold even if it's musi chayav chatas? What happened to the din of Ein Binyan Bekalim? And the third kasha Taisus asks is, that this particular b'risa doesn't have anyone that says that when it's lusi chayav chatas. And the Masha explains the question, the other b'risas don't say clearly they're talking about when it's loose. So this b'risa we have a clear man the that when it's loose it's mutter, and we don't have any man the that says when it's loose yichayev v'chatas. So even if the other b'risa say the kenei menayra and the keren agula is chayev v'chatas, that could be when it's tight. So Taisa says mikayach these kashas. The Rav and Shmuel never said when it's loose yichayev v'chatas. Rav and Shmuel was talking about when it's tight, when it's mehedek, when it's done tightly, then yichayev v'chatas. And the Rav Yehuda's question on them was, if Rav and Shmuel say when it's tight, then it's mistabra, then when it's loose, it shouldn't be mutter l'chatchila, it should al-kopanim be asimidar abonim. Now, the Rishayim all go with Taisa's chat, but I see two different mahalchem in the Rishayim, just in the Cheshben Asugya, how to learn the Gemara. The Ramban and the Rajba holds that there's only two categories there's tight and there's loose. That's it. There's no three categories. And when it's tight, everybody holds that Yechai Vechatas. There's no machloikis when it's tight if Yechai Vechatas. Everybody holds that Yechai Vechatas when it's tight. What's the machloikis, the Tanakaman of Shimingam wheel? And who had been the machloikis between Rav Yehuda and Rabbi Abba and Rav Huna Barchia? Rabbi Yehuda said that Rav and Shmuel says Yechai Vechatas. Yeah, Rabbi Abba and Rabbi also hold that way. The Machlekes is in this Svarah, that Rabbi Yehuda says, if Rabbi Shmuel say when it's tight, Yechai V'chatas, how could you say when it's loose, it's Asim in Erebonim? I mean, it's Mutalagami. Avada, when it's loose, you have to say it's Asim in Erebonim. How could you say when it's loose, it's Mutalagami? But they all know. 
will take holes that way. When it's loose, it's mutulagarmi, even though he agrees when it's tight, yachayavachatos. Kumtais, if I'm understanding them correctly, when the Tanakhama says, lo yachzev and hilchzev patur av it means when it's loose. That's a case of tight. And if Shem wheels on the Tanakhama, Shem Wheel says him, how roughly, that's the case, the first case, no, Shemuel says if it's not toka, if it's not tight, then how you roughly mutter. But I feel like we said, there's only two categories, tight and loose. Tight according to everyone is chayev chatas. Rav and Shmuel says it's chayev chatas. Kenei Meneri says chayev chatas. Karen Agula is chayev chatas. Lo yiskavim toka chayev chatas. It means if it's tight. When it's loose, the Tanakam of Shemuel says it's awesome in Rabbanan. And Rav Shimon Gamil says, if it's roughly, it's mutter. And we pass like Rav Shimon Gamil, like the Maskanus HaGemar. That's the Ramban and the Rashma. The Ridva and the Ran say there are three categories. There's loose, there's tight, and there's taka. Taka is the third category. Taka, everyone agrees, is chayev chatas. And the reason why taka is chayev chatas is not because of baina, it's because of maka v'patish. You talk about chayzik all day. You say this like Rashi says. Then is a chiv of makabapatish. But the Ridva and the Ran say that the case of tight is not makabapatish. Rashi says that the case of tight is also makabapatish. Maybe Rashi holds like the other side that there's only two cases. But the Ridva and the Ran say that gufa the machlekes between Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Abin of Hunabarchia is if you say Ein Benimikelim, you say Yesh Benimikelim. Now say it's like this. By talka, that's makabapatish. We do what you say this, that's makabapatish. When you do without you say this, so when it's tight, if you old yesh bin yimikalim, chayev chatas. If you old aim bin yimikalim, you're your potter. It's exayr, shem yiska. Now when you do it loose, so if you hold yesh bin yimikalim, so that's the Gemara, that binyamin atzadu neid is sur the rice leki sur the rabbanamia ikam. That if you hold yesh binyamin mikhail in doing tight is chayef chatos, so then loose is going to be asim in rabbanan. It's binyamin atzad. It's binyin kolachiyad. But if you hold the whole chiv is by talka b'makav batish, and even tight is only asim in rabbanan zayushem miyaskam. So loose is no makim taaser. So those are the two Mahalchim. The Ramban and Rajbah hold this two Dargis. Everyone holds that doing it tight is Asr, is, is Chayev Chatas. And the Machloikis is if roughly loose is Xayr Atu tight or not. And the Ridva and the Ran hold that talk is Chayev Chatas as Makabapatish. Tight without Taka is a Machloikis. The original Brises, Hamarzak name Menari Bisham is Chayev Chatas, and Karen Agula Chayev, they hold Yesh Binya Mikhailam in Chayev Chatas. But this b'risa, that only says, Taka is chayev chatas, and malavne samita v'kari samita lo yaksim hilchze pata tohmeh tight. And if Shem Wheel is not arguing, he's just saying, that's only tight. And if it's loose, it's taka mutalagamri. Since tight is, is only asim in our so loose is mutalagamri. Now, it's really a machlik, it's enough, kufbezim in days is a discussion of yesh binyam mikhelem, ma'im binyam mikhelem. Rashi holds the man yom ein binyam mikhelam holds is never any binyam mikhelam like Rashi's mashmi here. The only time you find the chiyav according to that man yom is asmak of the patish. But teizan kuf beizim beiz holds that even if you hold ein binyam mikhelam, but if you do a tight job, you do a professional job, umnis v'chayzik, 
then Yechayev. Then there is Binyan B'Kelem. Yechayev on Zbayna. And Luz, the Ramban and the Ra- this which stem with the Ramban and the Rashba. And by Luz, that's the Machlaikis. If you guys are loose, at the tight. But other Rishayin in there, and Kufbeiz and Rambeiz, they only say, you can all like Rashi, that there's Bechlal no Din Bayna, if you're old name Binyan B'Kelem. Or some Rishayinim say, right, if you build the Kli from scratch, then there's a Din Bayna. But even if you, if you, all our cases are talking about you're not building the key from, the key from scratch. All our cases are talking about reassembling Kalim. The, the Ridvan, the Ran over here, and ending on, that if you hold Ain Binyan the Kalim, no matter how tight, no matter how professional you do it, it's not going to be Binyan. Taka is a new thing, you'll be high from Shemakah Babatish, what you say this. Now we have earlier, the Gemara said that the Menorah Shalchulius, the Menorah Shalchuli is according to everyone, and I've memvavim and all of Chuliyus ben Gedayla ben Katana is a sura. And the Shaila was if it's chitki, it looks like Chuliyus. Whole Gemara there and I've memvavim. So Taisus they ask a kasha that the Gemara in Beis Chafalafim in Beis brings that Beishamay holds you can't reassemble a Menorah, but still holds you could. And the Gemara says the Machlekes is if you hold Yesh ben Yimikelim or not. So Taisus says the Gemara here says you can't reassemble a Menorah. And the Gemara there says it's only Beishamim, but so as you could. So Taisus there reads ice like this. Bishleima, if you hold. That roughly is mutter. So you could say, Rebbechem Shlokish is talking about the, the Gemara where it's tight. And when it's tight, it's also. Mashengi in the Gemara in Beis talking about when it's roughly, when it's loose. When it's loose, it's mutter. But according to man, the Amma, even loose is asr. So how do you learn? I the Gemara in Beis says that you're allowed to reassemble in Menorah. So Taisus says, we're talking about the Menorah doesn't come completely apart. It's really, it's really, they're all attached. It's just that you could bend it. You could bend the attached piece, pieces to fold it up like that. Or you could unfold it. So in that case, according to everyone, it's mutter. It's not binyan. But the Ran and the Ritvalashi Tassam, they say that the Rif was mashmadis by Menorah. Because that goes like the Menorah binyam kalim. Because they're not mechalat between chayzik and umnis. So if you hold ain't binyan b'kelem, it's impossible to say that there's any chiv, even if it's tight, that will only be asat shem yiska, and if it's loose, it'll be mutter. So the Gemara earlier would have to go like the mountain yami yesh binyan b'kelem, and we pass them like our Gemara, that ain't binyan b'kelem, and now that's why the Rambam, that's why the riff is mashbut the Gemara, the riff holds that a menorah is mutter. In other places in Shamus, we'll see more about the sugya of Ein Binyan Mikhail. This is the sugya, what's, what's, the Gayatawa sugya here. And now let's go right up. The Mishnah says, Nice and Kli Tachas and Ela Kabel Nitzaitzais. You're allowed to put a Kli under the air that the sparks won't burn anything, they'll go straight into the Kli. You can't put any water in the Kli, because then you're extinguishing the sparks. So the Gemara says, That that you can't put any water in the kli, that sounds like a Yesi, which holds that, that um, gram kibu yizaser. So the Gemara says, That doesn't even fit with a Yesi. A Yesi only holds its aser to do gram kibu on Shabbos, but in Erev Shabbos you're allowed to do gram kibu. And the Brayse says that you're not allowed to put water even on Erev Shabbos. So if Ashi says, I feel here it's worse than gram kibui, you're doing actual kibui. So Taisha says two pshatim 
Why is it worse than gram kibui? Why when you put water and the sparks fall into the water, why isn't that gram kibui? The first plan of Taisus is that really it is gram kibui. To put water down and that the fire will go into the water, that's called gram kibui. And that would really be mutter on Shabbos. But we're afraid that if you put water on Shabbos, you'll put the water as the sparks are flowing. Or you'll move the water to catch the sparks. That's kibui mamish. If you put water down and then you walk away and then a fire goes into the water, that's gram kibui. Mashagin, if you put water into a fire, you pour the water there as the fire is going, so that's putting the water right into the fire, or you're moving the water up to catch the fire, that's kibui. So Chazal didn't want you to put water to catch the sparks on Shabbos, because you might put the water as the spark is flowing, or you might move the water up towards the spark. And Erev Shabbos is Erev Mishim Shabbos. Even though normally you're allowed to do any malacha on Erev Shabbos, even though the malacha will be done on Shabbos, you're not going to say you'll do it on Shabbos. But that's like a malacha which you clearly can't do on Shabbos. You're allowed to put the wool in the in the pot to dye it. That's clearly you can't do it on Shabbos. So you're allowed to do it Erev Shabbos. There's no gzera. Now shaken here, people don't look at putting water to catch the sparks as kibui. So if you do it on Erev Shabbos, you might come to do it on Shabbos. That's Rabbeinu Pairis. Rabbeinu Tam says that even if you put the water down and afterwards the fire goes into the water, that's called kibui. Gram kibui is a pshat that the fire doesn't actually go straight into the water. The fire, there's a mechitz in the way, l'mashol, the case was you put kalim full with water around the fire and then the kalim crack and the water extinguishes the fire. So that's gram kibui. The kalim cracked on their own. Mashegim, when you put the actual water in the path of the fire, that's called kibui mamish, even if the fire comes later. That's Rebbeinu Tam. So machlekes and hilchas grama. According to Rebbeinu as long as when you finished your maisa, there still was no kibui, and then the kibui came after your maisa was finished, that's called a grama. Mashegim, Rebbeinu Tam holds no. If it's a direct result of your maisa, even if it was done after you finished your maisa, you put the water down and then the fire came in. But since the fire directly got extinguished from your water, that's called the maisa be'adayim. If it's an indirect maisa, which happened afterwards, that's called gram kibbutz. But according to Ben Etam, you have to say the same thing that it's also Erev Shabbos, because even the Erev Shabbos didn't do any malacha. That's going to be done on Shabbos. But the issue is, because since people don't consider it a malacha, Chazal had to ask you also on Erev Shabbos today that people won't do it on Shabbos. Now Taisis, at the end, talks about what people often do, even the times that we shine them. You have a lantern, and you have, or a lamp, or whatever it is, and you have oil, and you put water in the bottom of the oil. Is that a problem similar to having the Mayan catching the Nitzitzis. Because here also, you have water, and eventually, when the oil is, um, when the oil runs out, so then it becomes extinguished. So why is that mutter to do? So Taisus says, Xeri the Chazal made, that you can put the water in Erev Shabbos. Xeri that you might do it on Shabbos, is only when your intention is to extinguish the fire. Then, you can't do it on Erev Shabbos, because there you might do it on Shabbos. But here your intention is 
not to extinguish the fire, just to raise the oil. And that, of course, you won't do on Shabbos. That's like Havara. But you have no intention to be mechabe the fire, just to raise the oil. So in Melon, there's no gzeir that what you do on Erev Shabbos, you might do it on Shabbos. So it's Gran HaMachleik is mechaber in Amor. The Shulchan Aruch brings this down. The Shulchan Aruch says that you can't take water and put it under the nair in order to extinguish the Nitzaytas, the sparks, because of Mechabah. And you can't do it Erev Shabbos, because there you might do it on Shabbos. But if you're just trying to raise the oil, you're not Mechabah to Mechabah, then you might do it Erev Shabbos. And the Ramah says... Now the Yeshayimim, that even if your intention is to be Mechabi, you also allowed to do it in Erev Shabbos. He means Lamashal, let's say, you're not just doing it to raise the oil. You want the Dafka water should be there, because you want that when the flame reaches the Banim, it should go out. It should be put out immediately, because otherwise it might make the, the lamp black. But Yeshayimim, that's also Mutter. So the Gayan explains... That they're arguing in these two terutsim of Taisus. The Mechabra holds like the second terutsim of Taisus. That any time it's going straight into the water, that's called kibut. So they were geyser, you can't put, on Shabbos you can't put water there, that's mamash kibut. That's a mocha there, Isa of kibut. You put the water there of Shabbos, Xavier, you might put it there on Shabbos. So now the only head there is if you're not Mechab on the Chabbos. So, if you're Mechab on the Chabbos, the taco will be usr. Now, the first terrace of Taisus holds that Be'etzim putting the water there in Shabbos is also not Kibri. Kibri is only when, at the time that the water, you're putting the water there at the same time the spark is coming, or you're lifting up the water to catch the spark. That's called Kibri Mamish. So, Lefizah, putting the water to raise the Shemen, to putting the water under the Shemen in the lantern, in the, in the lamp, even if you mechav the kibui, the pshat is all will be is gram kibui, because here you don't have the gzeir. It's not like you're putting water to catch the sparks. We have gzeir. You might go and pour the water at the time the spark comes, or, or or lift the water to catch the spark. You're pouring the water to go out afterwards. So there's no such gzeir here. So that's why zok That's why the ramah is mat even if you mechav the kibui, because the ramah is going like the first pshat of tesis. That even if you do it on Shabbos, it's Bechal not Kibui. It's only Xeri, you might do it by, 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 by Kabbal Nitzaitzis. There it could be Kibui when you're putting the water as Nitzaitzis is coming down or you're lifting the, 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 the water in order to catch this bark. But putting the water in the lamb has no Shaykhis to Kibui. Even on Shabbos, it would just be Gram Kibui. The Mela, they wouldn't ask you to have Shabbos Bechal. Now the Rosh, seems to say a third chant why it's mutter to have the water lift under the Shemin. Because he says it's Bechal not Kibui. What happens is, it's not the water extinguishing the fire. What happens is, is that the oil is all gone and the middle of the fire goes out. The water doesn't extinguish the fire. So we have three pshatim. We have a coin to Rebbeinu Tam that any time you have water that's going to extinguish a fire, that's called kibli on Shabbos. The reason why this is mutter and Erev Shabbos is you're not mechav on the kibli. They weren't geyser Erev Shabbos at the Shabbos. We have a Paris that holds that it's only kibli on Shabbos when the water is actually put at the time that the spark is going down. Or you're pulling the water up to catch the spark. That you don't have over here. 
So male it's mut even if you mechavim for kibui, and we have the rush a third pshat that he holds his bechal not kibui. It shows that the, the oil is going out to the male. The male of the flame is is being nechaba. The biyalacha brings down this rush in the biyalacha, but the chazanish says b'emis and yevdan now. What's what's the swear some achleikus here? Why does the rush hold it's not kibui when the other rishonim hold it is kibui? The chazanish wants to say. Now there are two cases. There's a case where the fire is up, being held up. It's not floating on the oil, b'chlal. So in that case, of course, it's not kibbuy. Everyone agree that it's not kibbuy. If you have the fire being held up by a frame, and then as soon as the oil is gone, so it goes out, because there's no more oil. The water is not extinguishing the fire at all. That's the case where the rush said it's not kibbuy. Now shaking, if you have the wick floating on the oil... So of course when the oil goes down, the wood is actually putting out the fire like the Rishainim, like the, all the other Rishainim say. See, always there's no real machlaikis to rush in the other Rishainim. But the Bialacha learns Kipshutai that according to the rush, since it's only going out after the oil is gone, that's not called that the water is being mechamed the fire. It's Pligi. There's one Moshita, which is the Arzarua that the Darkamesha brings down. Of course, all these cases, the chayyur would be ushered. Let's say you have, let's say you have a wax candle, but you don't want the whole wax candle to burn. You have a long wax candle. It's a tircha for you to cut it into into half. So you put it in a cup of water. So that way, when it gets down to the part that you want it to get down to, the water will put out the fire. So according to everyone, it will be ushered because you're being mecham for kibui. And here, there is a you might put the water there on Shabbos as it's going down. You might actually put the water there and put it out on Shabbos. And it's zikha called the kibbutz because there's still wax there. It's not like the oil was completely out. But the Arzura says anytime you put the water there before the fire, there weren't geyser b'chaygavna. The only geyser when you put the water there after the fire. That you might do on Shabbos and be mechaba. When you put the water there before the fire, they weren't geyser. Dakimesha brings it down, but he doesn't bring it in Shulchan Aruch. So the Chaynim say you can't do it unless there's a, a real Makim Tzarech. But that will be a fourth reason why it'll be Mutter to have the water under the, under the oil, because of course you put the water under the oil before you light the fire. There is your holes anytime you put the water there before you light the fire, they weren't crazy Mishim Kibri. And now let's start the next parak. Gemara discusses Mamet Tainu of Tainim. We're talking about the Isser of Atmana, which we had already at the end of the second parak. that there's two dinam of Atmana. There's Atmana B'davar HaMaisif Hevel, and Atmana B'davar She'ena Maisif Hevel. That Atmana B'davar She'ena Maisif Hevel is only us if you matmin it on Shabbos. And there the Isser is, Pashas, the way Rashi learns the Sugya. Maybe you'll find that it's not hot anymore and you'll go warm it up. We spoke about Barichas and then at the end of the second parak, and then you have a tmanu b'davra meisif hevel, and there the issue is shemiyatman b'remetz, and what's the issue being matman b'remetz? Gzeri shemiyachata b'kcholim, and the issue of being matman b'davra meisif hevel is even when you matman b'adayim, because gzeri you might be matman b'remetz and you might come to mechata b'kcholim. So Taisus brings down the Rabbeinu Shmuel, Rabbeinu Yosef v'shem Rabbeinu Shmuel. That says, we also have another din of Shemayachat Bechol, that you can't put anything on a kira. You can't put anything on an actual fire. 
that would seem like a much worse that you have the fire there. But there we find, first of all, Hananya holds that it's mutter if it's kamachal bajusai. Once it's cooked kamachal bajusai, we assume we don't want to be mechata begcholam anymore. It's already cooked enough that it's edible, it's kamachal bajusai, so he doesn't want to bother being mechata begcholam anymore. It was a machlekes. But that was the psak the Balitesis had. So Rabbi Shmuel holds Huadinatmana, just like you find by putting it on an actual fire. We certainly have Shemichatha Bikhalim, you don't say it by Machal Bajusai. So so too, when you matmin a pedavar a mace of evil, but you only machata bikhalim when when it's when it's not kamachal bajusai. Now in the first parak also we had a heter of Kidrachaisa. If you put in a raw piece of meat, a raw piece of meat, we're not chayshish that you might be chata b'gcholim because it won't help anyway. So they weren't chayshish. It's, it's, it's so far away from being cooked that you won't bother. So here also, by atmanah b'davra amesif hevel, if you have a raw piece of meat, you're allowed to do it to be heter of kidrachaisa. That's what Rebbein Shmuel holds, Rebbein Yasef brings it from Rebbein Shmuel. But the other Balitesis, the Ri and the Rebbein Tam, they argue, and all the Rishayim bring it down. And they say the Gemara never makes his chalukim. There in Kira, the Gemara discusses the whole thing. Mitzdamik v'raloi, mitzdamik v'yofaloi. Has a whole discussion. And here, no one mentions anything. And Kidrachai so-so, no one mentions it like Atmana. The vice is a big chalik, that by Shia you have all these Eterim, you have the Heter of Machal Bajusai, you have the Heter of Kidrachai so, by Atmana you don't have these Eterim. But what's the chilek? The chayri benishmul tiny good. If you don't say that you mechat the by Shia, why should you say you mechat the by Atmana? So Taisus explains, they all bring it down, but in the times Hezbo, that in those days, so shtickle the opposite today, but in those days, Shia was done for the night. Shia b'ikah was done to eat by the night. You're not trying to keep it warm by Shia. By Shia, the pshat is you're trying to cook it. You want it to be cooked. If it's cooked already, and according to Hanani, even Kamachal Bajusai, so that's it. You don't need anything more. You want it for tonight. And by Kidra Chaisa, you anyway can't have it for tonight. It's raw. If it's raw when Shabbos comes in, there's no way you can have it for tonight. So you're not going to bother. So they weren't guys of Bukhal. Hatmana, since it's completely insulated, so you don't need much Chitoy. And Be'ikir it is to keep the heat. That's Be'ikir what it's for. It's for tomorrow. In those days, in contrast to today, where we could keep our gas range on and it'll work for tomorrow, or our electric oven or crackpot, the normal Kira, Tanner, Kupach that they had then, it would be pretty difficult to have the fire last the whole time. If you wanted to have something for the next day, you'd be matmanid, and if you wanted to really work, you'd be matmanid b'davra meisav havel, or be matmanid b'remetz. So since you're doing it for the next day, you don't have the heter of kidrachaisa, nor do you have the heter of kamachal b'ajusai, because you need it to continue to be shayim of the chayim. So I just want to be masbered a little bit more, because the chayim, why shouldn't you still have the heter of kidrachaisa? Adarabba. The site of Kidra Chaisa is it's going to be for the next day. That's the site of Kidra Chaisa. Ad Kedekach, the Bialacha brings down in the beginning of Reish Samach Gimel, 
that some place can hold that any time the she is done for the next day, there's no problem, you have no problem of Shem Yechata. Because you never give him Yechata for the next day. And he says we don't necessarily pass in that way, at least certainly not L'Chatchila. But there the Svar was, that Kol Kamla, it's not a Kidjuchai, so you might change your mind and want it for tonight. We don't know you want it for the next day. But if you Taka want it for the next day, there's no problem with Shem Yechata. So other Abba, so what's Taka Pshat? Why by a Dover and Mesef Hevel you want it for the next day? Is there a problem with Shem Yechata? But I think the Rishayim say the Vart. They say the Vart is because by Shia, the Chita is not going to work. It won't work for that because it's not insulated. All the Chita would do is get it to cook. It's not going to help it stay warm. You raise the temperature in the Kirali, that's not going to make it stay warm any longer. So if you need it for tonight... It's not a kidjah chaisa. So always afraid you might want to make it cook earlier. So you'll stir the coals. Mashenkin by kidjah chaisa, we don't need it for tonight. So you're not going to stir the coals to have it ready tonight, because anyone won't be ready for tonight. And for tomorrow, it's going to be ready without the chitoy. Because the whole chitoy is to get it to cook. And the same thing, that's why Machel Bajusoy also is a good hetter. Or according to other Yishayinim, it's stomach virala is a good hetter. Because the whole chita is to get it to cook more if it's already edible. So you're not interested. And the ones who hold that till it's mavusha called tzarkai, they say, yeah, you do want it. You want it to be cooked mavusha called tzarkai. And some say even want more. You want it to be stomach v'yafalai. But this is all the kiri, the, the chita of shihia, which is to get it to cook. But then is that the chita of atman is to get it to stay warm. So there's no hetter of kidjah chaisa. It's going to cook no matter what. You're right. You're not, you don't have to make a chita to get it to cook. It will cook. But you need the chita to keep it warm. To keep it warm, there is no hetter. And who then there's no hetter of machal And there's no hetter of vishakal tzarkai. And there's no hetter of mitzvah Because all these things is you don't want it to cook more. Or you don't care that it should cook more. But you do want it to stay warm. And by atmana, the purpose of the chita is to get it to stay warm, and that's what applies to all tefshilim. That's the pshat of the rishenim, kitzur shesbeinim